Hey, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get this and much more at jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're getting something from this content, be sure to share it with your friends. All right, let's jump into today's verse. Before we dive in today, uh, I just want to take a moment and say thank you. We are at Daily Hit number 250. Um, that's just amazing. Um, it's been so fun uh, so far. It's been encouraging. Um, I, I hope this has helped you. I know this much. This has helped me really dig into Scripture so much. And that's the point of this. The point of this is for you to not just you know learn how maybe how like I process uh, digging into scriptures just to to give you an example of how to do it. I'm not saying I'm like the the standard or perfect at it, but but hopefully you see you know this is how you dig in. This is how you process it. You look at the context. You know you use some some of these exegetical skills and tools that that are available to you. You know use some websites. Um, what does the Bible say at openinfo.com. Uh, you know, things like that, or looking into Greek, or I mean, it's, there's tons of tools out there, but I hope what this does is it encourages you to dig in on your own and to not just read a verse and be like, oh, that's good, but to read a verse and really ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want to say to me through this verse? That's the whole point of this daily hit thing. And so um, I just want to say thank you for 250. Pray for the next 250. I hope we can get to 500 and, and then beyond that. I, I don't know what the this whole process is going to look like once you know once it's all said and done. But I'm I'm so excited to be on this journey with you and um just pray that you're being encouraged. I know it's encouraging me uh, and it's also super helpful for me to hear so many of your feedback. Like I get I get text messages and you know I see some you know people in my circle that are just like man that hit today was like right on and. Um, I really appreciate it. It really helps, you know, when it's, when it sometimes can become tedious. I mean, come on, anything that you do for an extended period of time can become tedious. And so, um, you know, anytime it, it feels like that, your encouragement, man, it just means so much to me. So thank you all so much for that. Um, I want to read to you today out of Matthew chapter 19, verse 16. Um, this is a, a verse that we haven't done before, but we've talked about this story a lot. It's the, the story of the rich young man. The Bible says, and behold, a man came up to him, him being Jesus, saying, teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? That's all we're going to read today. What good deed must I do to have eternal life? Now, I'm going to tell you, for me personally, one of the biggest transitions in my life uh, was when I went from orphan to son. And in that process of orphan to son, uh, the thing that probably stuck out the most um, I'd say two things. Let me give you two things because there were two that were pretty important. The first one was that my narrative got destroyed and God's narrative became alive. And so my narrative was, Jason, you're good. You're just not good enough. Uh, and I came to the realization through the power of the Holy Spirit, like the Lord showed me this, that of course I'm not good enough. Like, yeah, no duh. I'll never be good enough. But my good enoughness, my enoughness doesn't matter. God's enough. And because he's enough, you know what? I'm enough. That was a life change for me. But the other part of it, and that's what we're going to talk about today with this hit, is that my salvation, my sonship, my relationship with God was not dependent upon what I did. It wasn't a works-based salvation. Now listen, there are so many people out there right now that are still living life as an orphan who are working this out big time. They are they are works-based in everything they do. If I do it well enough, people will like me. If I give it my all and, and, and I do well, then people will accept me. They live their lives like that. But listen, here's what some people do. They get into sonship and they still try to continue that life living as works-based. 
they they try to use the same skills they learned as an orphan in sonship. And listen to me, you cannot do enough good for your salvation. So what what do we need to do? You know, Jesus told this man to to follow these commandments. And the guy says, okay, which ones? Well, don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't bear false witness. I mean, just take them to the Ten Commandments. And the guy's like, hey, I've done all this. I'm good, right? Well, hold on a second. No. If you'd be perfect, go sell everything you possess, give it to the poor, you'll have treasure in heaven, come follow me. It had nothing to do with the money. It had everything to do with the treasure. And listen to me, you cannot live in the sonship or the daughterhood that God's called you to. You can't live in this if you're constantly holding on to the idol of working to show you're enough. Listen to me, you're enough, okay? If you've said yes to Jesus, he's poured his blood out for your sins. He's made you right with God. You're enough. There, There is no amount of working that you can do to earn that. It's already been covered. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't try. Of course, I want to do everything I can to honor God because my goodness, he gave so much for me. The least I can do is honor him. The least I can do is allow my works to show my relationship with him. I don't ever want to be in a situation where somebody looks at my works and thinks, I don't even know if this guy's a Christian, you know, like I I want, you know, the Bible says faith without works is dead, but I never want my works to be the thing that gives me my faith. You hear what I'm saying? There's a huge difference. My faith starts with Jesus and it ends with Jesus. It doesn't start with how well I do something. It doesn't start with my ability to obey the commandments. It starts with Jesus. It starts with what he did for me. He changed my life. He took me from orphan to son. And while I want to honor him by what I do, what I do does not make me saved. He saved me. Okay? So whatever's going on in your world right now, Whatever is happening, I pray that you've gotten to a place where you realize that your actions are just an evidence of your faith, not the origin of your faith. If you are still in that mode where you are trying to work to make Jesus happy, you're trying to work to earn what he's given you. Listen to me. It's just it's really, really simple. Stop. Stop it. What could you do? What could you offer the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. What could you offer the one that said, let there be light and the entire universe came into being? I mean, look, you you can't offer him anything, but there is just one thing he wants. Just one thing. Your heart. I know this might sound a little crazy to say, but I think God just wants our hearts. And I think he thinks it's silly that we're so wrapped up in doing when all he wants is us. Now, I think he does care what we do. But when it comes to salvation, when it comes to sonship and daughterhood, when it comes to being his child, he took care of that on the cross. He made a way for you. He made a way for me. So here's what we do. We stop thinking that we can work our way into heaven, work our way into our relationship, or even work our way into his good graces. He already poured out his good grace on you. You're saved. You're a son. You're a daughter. Listen, just be in a relationship with him. That's what the rich young man missed. It wasn't about the rules. It wasn't about the regulations. It wasn't about all the laws that he followed. Jesus was offering him a relationship, not a list of chores. This rich young man followed a lot of the law, but you know what he missed? He got so wrapped up in his doing that he missed a relationship with Jesus. Don't do that. Love your relationship with Jesus Love the fact that he saved you. Be grateful for the fact that he has a relationship with you. And listen to me, you focus on Jesus, 
the works will follow. The works will take care of themselves. I sometimes wonder what we would be reading about the rich young man right now had he said yes to Jesus. Would his story be much like the apostles that we read? I don't know. We can't go back and fix it. I can't control the decision he made, but I can control the decision I'm making right now. So instead of asking, what good deed can I do? How about we ask this? Jesus, how can I get closer to you? Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.